2: You know what? Everything's rocking. That's a Dr. Rick phrase. There's all these blues terms from the season. Do I look nervous? What does rub off mean? Thank you for support. I think Dr. Rick just came out. Everything's rocking. Now, he was talking about your bladder and your system as a young guy. I was listening. But I think we could use that moving forward. We'll just have to get some shirts made, all right? Everything's rocking. City, Cardinals are, Blues are, MLS is coming. What's your problem? What's your beef?
3: So, everything's rocking, and it's just a picture kind of like that That board game operation where it's the innards of a person, and it's sitting right in that person's bladder, like a half-full bladder full of uh, Bud Light.
2: Everything's rocking. That's our mantra moving forward. Chuck, we have tickets to give away. When is the Bud Bash, those tickets? It's a week from today. Let me look up who they're playing. That would be the 26th. It's a two-game series. Is it Oakland? I believe it's Oakland. 25th.
0: Today's the
2: 18th. What day is today? Tuesday?
0: What day is it?
2: Is it Tuesday? I finally can relate to Big Walt. I don't know what day it is. So a week from today, tickets to the Bud Bash. Fernando Vina is coming back. One of my favorite Cardinals to deal with from a media standpoint. Back in the day, he would always be available for interviews. The problem is we had him on a Sunday night show. They had just won the NLDS. So imagine that now, Chuck. They win a playoff series. You get a guy in studio. It just doesn't happen What am anymore. I supposed to
0: imagine? Them being in studio or them winning a playoff series? Oh, too soon. This is the wild card game, right? <laughs> no, nope. This is winning a game that gets them alive for the last weekend of the season before they're eliminated. That's what you're referring to, right? Nope.
2: Okay. Weisenheimer. <laughs> they win the Braves. I think it was a three-zip. Just
0: adjusting dip. expectations to where they are now.
2: This would have been when you were in, like, fifth grade, maybe. They beat the Braves in 2000. You had Will I Clark. I was in fifth grade. Will Clark on the roster. Right, a couple of snapshots from that. First of all, he had said he would do the Sunday night show. Now, on Saturday, they finish off the Braves, and I'm, I'm hosting Saturday sports final, and they go live to the airport, and we have a female reporter, and she's walking around, and, and she's an attractive African-American woman, and she's yelling like, hey, guys, way to go, just kind of newsy, like, woo, they're back, they're getting off the plane, and Fernando points right at her. And says, I'll see you tomorrow night, live on the air. And I think everybody thought, God, was oh there a, God. was that a date situation? Are they dating each other? And he meant, like, Channel 2, like, I'm coming. And I took it. Or oh, I go, oh, sweet. He just confirmed on the air he's showing up. But it looked like he was sort of hitting on the reporter. Said, I'll be seeing you tomorrow night.
3: But also it could be an homage to the Jack Buck and then the Joe Ooh. Buck.
2: We will see you tomorrow night, right? But he actually came in studio. I don't think he was dating the reporter. But he comes in studio, and I said, all right, here's the deal. You know, we've got a couple other things we had to get to. It was probably like a Rams game that day, and they were still a hot commodity at that point. So I said, you know, we'll keep, let's keep the answers moving. Got a lot to get to, you know, <laughs> up against it. He'd always been a great soundbite. Sound and so now I say that to him. We come out of the break. I'm like, all right, Fernando, great series. You sweep the Braves. Give me an idea what that was like on Saturday. That was awesome. Did you think you guys would beat the Braves? Oh, yeah. Your fault. This is your fault. You neutered him. Because of that, I'm telling you, and I should teach some classes to the kids, I've never done that again because I realized that night I kind of freaked him out. I overcoached him. Like, you yell at your kids. You overcoach him. And ever since then, I'm like, just got to let it go. You tell your kid to
0: take more shots, and suddenly he's taking every shot.
2: Correct. I'm overcoaching. Shoot it. (laughs) What are you waiting for? Well, Dad, I'm not at half court yet. (laughs) Launch it. You'll go viral. (laughs) So love me some Fernando Vina. He's part of the Bud Bash, and that's next Tuesday. We've got those tickets, and we're going to give some away. Athletics are in town. Stephen Piscotty's return.
0: Well, he's is he not well. He had a. You didn't see the news about Piscotty. No, he's having a bit of a cancer scare right now. In oh his ear, God. right? Yeah, in his ear. You didn't see it? Oh, that. I did not. So I've been he's sort out of... for at least a week, I think, <sighs> while they do further analysis.
2: This is really unimportant, but I wonder if he could still make the trip just to be around because everybody in St. Louis loves the guy. Hey,
0: Stephen, know you're dealing with this. You're coming down.
2: I'm not saying just from a media standpoint, but maybe just to be seen by Cardinal fans. Well, that's unfortunate. Yes. But Oakland, if you want to go, Bud Bash, the text topic, Charlie, that you're in charge of reading, 855-282-8255, and it is the next big thing. You tell us, right? They just won the Stanley Cup. Basically, nothing will compare. But what's the next big thing? Frank said the MLS coming to St. Louis, being awarded. If you're a Mizzou fan, Plowsy said he's got Mizzou going 11-1. If you're a hockey fan the next big thing might be raising the banner might be the all-star game 2020 next year all-star game I forgot about that what do you consider the next big thing maybe a play-in game for the second wild card maybe in october yeah. huh Yeah. Uh, we'll pick out our favorite texture, or we'll just randomly pick one at 855-282-82 next big
0: thing watching tommy fan play in october
3: luke <sighs> Voit. luke
2: Voigt. Luke Voigt, luke Voigt. In chuck might be going to the all-star game to cover the Former Cardinals. Oh. Hey, there'll be a
3: couple Cardinals,
2: don't you think? Uh That'd be one.
3: John Gant, Paul DeYoung, after his surge again, versus the Mets. Numbers are looking pretty darn good for a shortstop.
2: How about what? that mantra, the All-Star game for the Cardinals? There'll be one.
0: What's <laughs> the over-under? If I set the over-under of Cardinals in the All-Star game at two and a half no oh half. way too one, high one and a half, one and a half is one probably and half. i
3: think the proper
2: and the voting this number. year this might be end of the day material but it's weird it's like a tiered system the yeah. top three in the voting advanced to like the next round and then there's more voting so it's it's a little bit certainly not scientific but you could always get a guy like a molina that's popular kind of push through because of the popular vote but I, if you're just talking about qualified all-stars is this like the, the electoral, electoral college, college or right now are you ranting <laughs> against this martin i'm just, just look at it it's, try and figure it out someone you, wants to relitigate 2016 no take a look you're take,
3: telling me california okay gets two senators <laughs> and both the dakotas together get four
2: <laughs> it's a weird system deserving all-star who is it john Gann is probably Mark. your most deserving right I would say John Gant. He's though It sounds it's weird. Be tough
3: because he's not a name. Correct. But hopefully he's also
0: a middle reliever. That's okay, but hard to get but he's got
3: wins. He's got saves. He's got a great ERA. He got a he's hold got good last night. huh?
2: He's got holds. He's got a good whip. Who is a deserving All Star? There isn't an obvious. He's
0: third on the team in WAR according to Baseball Reference, which is really really concerning. <laughs> a middle reliever probably shouldn't be that high up on your team's WAR. Count. But that's how
3: good he is to the point where. Maybe I know this is crazy. I know this is crazy. Maybe he could be a good starter like he was last year. I don't know. I know he's a great weapon, and so is our guy Giovanni Gallegos. By the way, who's been unbelievable? The who's last not Hennessy's, so. That's the other guy. Yeah, Hennessy is the not other Tommy
2: guy. Is Fam. left-handed and he's not good. Okay, this is the good guy.
3: Gallegos has been great for a month. Gant has been great the entire season. Brebbi has been good. You have a lot of weapons there. And hopefully the rotation writes itself, but I'm saying when the Cardinals were struggling, they were losing games because of their rotation, and they weren't allowing to hand the ball off to this really good bullpen with a lead. So if it continues, all I'm saying is I don't think it's crazy to put John Gantt in the rotation, Look, even though he's been great as this super believer.
0: Chuck, Michael Waka had a great 2013 NLCS. He needs to stay in that rotation. He was
2: removed from the rotation but then was back.
0: Then he had a good game against a triple A team and then a not good game against a major league team.
2: So you're saying you could maybe use a little beef to the rotation, but you don't have any options except you do. Is that what you're saying? I would like to see. Everything's rocking.
3: (laughs) If everything's rocking and you do have a need there. Okay. I understand it. Look, maybe Carlos Martinez is the answer. I think we have to keep tabling our expectations for Alex Reyes as he continues to struggle in the minor leagues. But look, if you're not going to go outside of the organization, or if you do, you're going to wait till the trade deadline, all I'm saying is when trade deadline comes, you don't want to be five and a half games out because I don't think they'll make that up. If they're two and a half, whatever they are now, I get that. But internally, I would like to see John Gant be a starter. That's fine. If you don't, we can debate it. But right now you're losing a lot of games with your starting rotation. And again, we're talking about a team that's winning right now, okay? So they have been good the last week. Let's let's obviously acknowledge that. They're not playing the best teams in baseball, but you gotta beat the teams in front of you. So things are trending better for the Cardinals. Let's also not be totally negative when the team is playing well the last week or so. Like, what
0: would you rather want in, in your rotation, John Gantt or the worst piggyback ever of Hensis Cabrera and Michael Walker? It's your choice. It's your choice.
2: Uh probably go with John Gantt. <laughs> If you look at those standings, the Cubs, the team that swept you twice at Wrigley, those optics pretty recent, 0-6 at Wrigley, now you swept them at home, but you're coming off a week at, you know, plus ago where you're at Wrigley, and it's like, oh, my God, historic, 0-6 to start the season in Chicago. That team that in those six games, granted, you swept them. They look dominant compared to you. You're two games behind the Cubs. You're two-and-a-half behind the Brewers. The division itself, I think, is just going to kind of keep beating itself up a little bit. The problem is it doesn't lead to any urgency, right? You look at that and say, yeah, we're fine. We're right where we want to be. Cardinals
0: tweeting out just uh, last night that since May 30th, they have the best record in the NL Central. They are 11-6. and six.
2: Is that right? Was yeah. that
0: a tweet? Yeah, last night after they beat the Marlins.
2: Since what date? May thirtieth. May thirtieth, they are eleven and six. True that they beat the Marlins last night. Miles Michaelis, one of the keys. I know Frank in the monologue saying if you're going to be a playoff caliber team, Miles Michaelis has got to get back. Maybe not quite 2018 form, but certainly not to the. the I, I think what you need from him is consistency. Because look at his game logs, right? You'll say, all right, he's back on. Ooh, everything's rocking. Ooh, he's getting rocked. Everything's rocking. Getting rocked. I think that's the problem with the rotation. Maybe Flaherty can be a true ace here at some point. Hudson's been really good. But I feel like you need somebody to just get on a kick-ass run and just kind of count on them every night. To God, this is going to be a shove fest. You just count on it. And I don't
3: think you have that. And we've all said this entering this year. I don't think anybody on earth thought that Miles Michaelis would have the same 2019 as 2018. Again, if you just look at baseball card stats, it was an amazing year. He was an ace, 200 innings, 18-4, and whatever it was, sub-3, ERA. As you said, Martin, you want more consistency. He does, for the most part, give you a chance to win each and every night. He was really good yesterday. Six shutout innings. And if you do look at his game log, I know he had the one game where I believe he gave up seven earned and one in the third, and that just skyrocketed the ERA and the whip. So again, over the course of most of his starts, he's giving you a good chance to win. I just think that you expected a little closer to last year for both Michaelis and Flaherty. You wanted those two to lead your rotation and be the one and two in in whatever order and be your 200 or 190 innings guys. And when you look at just from an ERA standpoint, there's a lot more metrics you can look at, but if you look at from an ERA standpoint, The Cardinals have a lot of kind of average guys right now. But I do think that they can also turn that around. For example, Miles Michaelis basically has given up the same amount almost of home runs as he did all of 2018. I don't necessarily think that's going to continue.
2: Triad Bank, take it to the bank. You can do it at the text line, 855-282-8255. Triad Bank, located in Frontenac, St. Louis-based bank, started in 2005, and the decision makers, everything, still headquartered. In St. Louis. So if you're a business owner and you're thinking about doing some more business, you need a loan, talk to the folks at Triad Bank instead of them saying, well, we'll call New York and see what they say. Let's go to LA and get an answer. No, all the decisions are made here in St. Louis. They know how to get things done in our town. TriadBanking.com. And if you're not happy with your personal banking, maybe it's the service, maybe it's just sort of how they treat you, stop by and see them in Frontenac. It's on Clayton Road, it's one block west of Lindbergh. Triadbanking.com. You will not be disappointed in their service. And again, the St. Louis Heritage, so they can get things done in this town. Another text topic, and maybe this is where we'll really hit it big with somebody who has got, who kind of gets it, Chuck. That's what we're always looking for, somebody that gets it. Since Frank went to Lionel Richie, and he's following that up with the Google Dolls. Brand new band. Yeah. <laughs> I just feel like out. he's. He did say Monique <laughs> was making fun of him. Like everybody knows who that is, Frank. You don't.
1: They're like twenty five years old. I'm, I'm sorry, Frank. Just now stumbled upon the Goo, Goo Dolls.
2: He's Monique wanted to go see them, and he said, "Okay, there's this band." So, so
1: Iris has been used in every single movie at least once
2: for twenty name. years now,
1: and he had He never thought to think what is what? Who, who does this song?
2: A uh, hey, hey, real quick, Reggie. Why do they need to know the name? He would know a lot of their songs if you yes, played he them. Would. He would say, I've heard that one, I've heard that There's
1: one. There's two of them that have been in like, every single movie in the last one. And year. by the
2: way, I think they had the guy who quit the band, right? They're struggling. Johnny Resnick? No, he's the lead singer. But the guy was, they were all from Buffalo, and they're playing bar, you know, bar concert, bar band, not making it big. And one guy finally said, you know, I, I just can't do it. I got to I gotta feed my family. I'm doing construction, whatever. He quits the band. Looked the, maybe this. That's is,
0: what Latrell Sprewell said. This has- is,
2: and, yes. End of the day, material. I'm pretty sure there's a guy, or unless Rocky already knows it off the top of his mind, just like Chilean governments. I believe <laughs> who quit the band, and then they made it big.
3: Are you talking about drummer George Tatuska? Yeah, tukaresk I don't know. Mike Malinin was the band's drummer from December '94 until 2013, but not made no, an official no. member until '98. But here's the thing: for Frank, the band, I mean, their biggest successes. As Rock said, Iris and Slide were from 1998, <laughs> and then they had current. They had big current. songs in '95. Name. Well. So we're, we're talking about 20 plus years.
2: But he's gone from Lionel Richie to a little more current with Google Dells. What's the next discovery for Frank? Is it like Coolio or something? I'm I'm trying to move it a little bit forward. He heard
3: about Ooh. this artist Snow? He's got this song called Informer. It's
2: really good. What would be no. the next band for Frank to discover? Eight five five two eight two eighty two fifty five. Kiss from a rose. Going to be Seal. Yeah, Batman Forever. That's
3: soundtrack. my prediction. It's not oh a bad God. call. How did you? I had that Batman CD. Forever. Actually, a really good CD back in the day.
1: Batman Forever. Look it up. You, you guys got to realize you got to move it at least a little bit forward. They were big in the mid to late nineties. Obviously, he's, so I need to get mid two thousands. It's not going to be Seal. Obviously, he's going to be stumbling on, you know, hey, you know, do you guys ever hear this red hot chili peppers in pan? You know, maybe that's a little bit, that's right. Well, too in the big, outline. maybe. I don't know. Too big. Let's yeah, see. Yeah, they even. played the Super Bowl. He's he's definitely heard we'll of it. We'll
2: workshop this a little bit. Also, if you're chimney, you know, if you like a fire in the middle of the summer, your name is probably Jess Marlowe. That's true. She loves the ambiance of a
3: beautiful Good word. fire in the fireplace. And you can get her done right there at STL Chimney on the web, stlchimney.com, on Facebook, STL Chimney. Call the team at 314 314- or email stlchimney at gmail.com. They do sweeps, cleanings, inspections, repairs. Don't wait till the fall or the winter when everybody else also wants their chimney and fireplace fixed because that's what we did last year. We wanted our fireplace completed before the holidays to have the fire going for Thanksgiving and Christmas and New Year's, but we waited too long. Everybody was booked up, so about a month ago we called STL Chimney, they repaired our chimney, did custom work on the inside, on the outside, up on the roof. Everything looks great, works great with the fireplace. I highly recommend STL Chimney. STLChimney.com on Facebook as well. Call the team at 314-492-4040.
2: Martin, it is STL Chimney. And don't mess around with the chimney either. A lot of chimney fires, you got to get it cleaned out. 100%. Maintain it. Don't mess around. and. The I last, think Dave Murray
3: used to go to these yeah, guys. they're great, seriously. The last four digits of their number are 4040. That made me think, yours should be 2020. The end of I your need to phone, change number my phone for Big Walt should be 2020. Like how
0: some athletes have their uniform number in, as hey, part of the last four digits.
2: No, back in the day, Marshall well, had a number, 2828. Yeah. They're like easy to remember. Then he got rid of it for a while, and then it came back. I said, what happened? Because I just had to shake some people. I'm like, what? It <laughs> happens. I, I wouldn't mind shaking some people. Change my number for a while. Change my last four digits to 20. Um, 2020. I have a long list of things to do. Changing my number to 2020 will be on the list, probably not at the top of the list. Uh, I was reading some more about the David Ortiz. This this should be, if it's not on Nightline or 2020, one of those shows that's still around. Somebody's got to go to the Dominican, which, by the way, the Boston stations, local TV, they're all live from the Dominican, like right after it happened. You talk... We're chucking out, like, can we get a camera to Mazoo? You know, because Odom's got a press conference. They're live in the Dominican Republic. And reading the story, it's pretty creepy. There's like awkward. A, there's a guy named Bone. And then there's a guy who ordered the hit, but he had it all on his phone. And this is how they sort of the police work they're doing now, tracing it back. The phone is part of the incriminating evidence. And this is just a little PSA for the future criminals out there, the young kids aspiring. If you have a phone, with damaging information about how you're going to pull off a hit on one of the most popular figures your country has ever produced. Is that fair? That's Would you say Ortiz is one of the most popular figures they've ever produced? So the guy sold his phone because he knew it had incriminating. He sold it for $180. What? And they said he got rid of it because he knew it would incriminate him, so he sold it on the street to somebody for $180. But apparently it had all the text on there, like when the hit was going down. But he got his hundred eighty dollars back.
0: It's very uncomfortable because, you know, the the reasoning behind this is Ortiz allegedly was sleeping with some drug, some big drug lord's wife. And the person supplying all the updates on David Ortiz's condition in Boston is David Ortiz's current wife,
3: Tiffany.
1: Yes, it's that is a very
0: awkward aspect to all of this.
1: There was a report that the wife. That he, The wife of the drug lord, apparently, was at the hospital after he got shot, Uh-oh. and apparently there was an altercation with the family of uh, David Ortiz. Yeah. Oh
0: so this is all potentially pretty wild. I wonder if David Ortiz appears on Fox during the
1: World Series
2: coverage
0: uh, after all of this. Yeah. He was becoming kind of a popular media figure.
2: And his current wife, I believe, is from the Green Bay area, and I know this because the Rams played a Monday night game against the Packers. And I'm walking along the sidelines, and I stopped. This is like 2004.
0: It had to have been a long time
2: ago if it were a
0: Monday night game yeah. on the Rams.
2: <laughs> and I stopped, and I said to somebody, is that Big Poppy? And they had just won the World Series. And they said, oh, yeah, Ortiz, he comes to all the Packer games. I said, what? And they said, when he was coming up through the minors, played in Appleton or somewhere nearby, and met a woman he ended up marrying, and he's a huge Green Bay Packers fan. Random. Uh, but they said there's as many as 10 people suspected to be connected to this. Again, for the young criminals, maybe don't involve so many people. Although the drug kingpin probably doesn't care. He got a guy named Bone that they're on the lookout for. The, the bigger part, like you're saying, is, and if you read the whole story, there's nothing about the extramarital element here. It's all the facts about him being in the hospital and that the police trying to figure out who coordinated the attack, et cetera, that's not the part of the story. The bigger part will be what led, if that ever becomes official, because he is legendary in Boston. And they were holding you and I at game seven in the Bruins. They're all holding up big poppy jerseys, going crazy, like supporting him. But that other element is more like the TMZ story that hasn't really become mainstream yet.
3: But it, it was out there pretty early. I want to say the next day, because, look, when something crazy like this happens, you have a lot of misinformation. And that's where you got to kind of check sources and not just basically believe anything you, you read on social media because at first, what did you hear? It was a robbery. Then you see the video. You see a dude roll into this bar restaurant and shoot Big Poppy in the back and run. Clearly, no robbery attempt whatsoever. I mean, a clear hit. And then I believe the next day was when I first read, I think it was, was it the Daily Mail or the uh, the UK Daily Mail, which is, let's be honest, they're good at this type of stuff, just like TMZ. And TMZ's on Fox, too. But look, you can make fun of them all you want.
2: Is that a disclaimer or a promotion? It's both. It sounded a little bit like a disclaimer.
3: No, what I'm saying is... This is what they do. Back in the day, you go, oh, it's TMZ. TMZ, they get this type of thing. They're good with the infidelity and celebrity type stuff. I mean, that's kind of their bailiwick, right? And the next day, you heard allegedly, that this was because there was infidelity with a drug kingpin's mistress, girlfriend, wife, whatever it is. I mean, you heard that the next day. And it used
2: to be when the National Enquirer would have a big story, I would say, hey, take them serious because they're the CNN of smut. That's what they do. That's fair. So when they get it, like TMZ does now, probably more to it. All right, quick break. We'll come back. It's been a while since I think the whole crew has been together for a visit with Kenny Wallace. I've missed those visits, that positive energy, Tuesdays with Kenny on deck right here on 590 The Fan.